So guys, welcome back to Swancast. This is episode three. Uh, we've done two sessions so far with the minis and now it's time for us to to move up to, to the bigger players. Um, we're very lucky this evening. We've got two of the upcoming Colts stroke under 18s uh, coaches with us and one of their players has got himself out of bed on time. Uh, so we've got uh, Joe Thompson, the one of the coaches. We've got uh, Derek Renton, another one of the coaches. And we've got James Moray, who is very, very excited about playing rugby soon with his big brother uh, joining us. So good evening, guys. Thank you very much for coming along. Good evening. <laughs> cool. So hopefully we're just going to have a chat, let it flow a little bit. So um, the fir- first thing I just want to want to say to to all of you and just then let it go is is why is it in all the sports and all the clubs in all the world you guys have chosen rugby and Staines Rugby Club can we start with James on that one then because he's the player I think he's probably the best person to give the answer on this one sounds like a great shout <laughs> um, well I mean rugby in general is a sport that it's just like very friendly but obviously when you're on the pitch, it's different because obviously you're not really friends. You're just two teams battling out to win. But obviously, when you're off the pitch, you can then like have a good old chat with them and like the club out and like talk to them and all that. And yeah, and then like obviously the respect you get from people and the respect you give to people, like obviously you give it to them, then you get treated back the same. Uh, so that makes rugby like probably one of the better sports in the world. Okay, so nice. good. I love that. Yeah, Derek, why did you pick rugby? It might be longer ago. Yeah, I was a slightly different background. I was a footballer until I was 18 and just got hacked off with the end of the game. Everybody just wandered off and and that was it. And without going dissing football too much, I think enough people do that already and it's got its own problems. But when I make suggested playing rugby, um, so I turned up with my local club. Um, Obviously, First time you end up buying a jug because it's uh, you're a new player, so it was <laughs> goes back a long time. It's about five quid lighter then, and then, um, but I had a great night. Really, really enjoyed the game, enjoyed the camaraderie afterwards. And it's a club that I am still, um, you know, associated with now. I, I go back regularly to catch up with mates that I used to play with, who are now obviously better players. Now we're watching, and um, we just go back and watch, you know, watch a few games, have a few beers, and, and catch up. And, and to me, that is the ethos of the game: is that you stay together even after all this time, and and you always remember your first club. So, you know, without sort of jumping ahead too much, I, I think our our boys, or young men as they are now. Um, are going to have that experience or have had that experience. They've grown up together, most of them since they were 11, 12, 13, and they've stayed together all this time. And, you know, hopefully they're going to move through the club, you know, pretty much as a unit together and try and stay together. So, I mean, to, to me, it was, um, I chose rugby for the ethos at the end of the day. I think it's a highly competitive game, a very physical game. Um, but as James alluded to, once you cross the white line, it's, it's done, it's finished. You know, you, you can shake hands and, and off you go. Cool. You say you say you still go back to your your first club. Which which club is that? It's uh, it's an old steelworks town from the Midlands, uh, Stuarts and Lloyds in Corby. So that's, okay. uh, that's that's my background. So that's where I. And then obviously why I, why I chose Staines, which is obviously going to lead, leading on the next question. Um, I moved down here for work. Uh, I just moved into Ashford. Staines just happened to be the nearest club, so I 
came down on a Thursday afternoon, uh, Thursday evening for when everybody was training. Just had a chat with the club captain at the time. Said turn up on you know on a on a you know, Saturday to play. Obviously, it was a slightly different uh, time. There's a lot more clubs, you know, a lot more teams rather within the club at that time. We had um, four, sometimes five teams on a Saturday. I rolled out for the I think the extra A's, which were the fourths, and. Um, I think the pinnacle of my career was, uh, I think I had a season in the seconds and that was about as high as I got in the club. But I just, I liked the ethos of the club, as I say, I just stuck with it. So when it was Matthew's turn, my son's turn to come and play rugby, um, of all the choices of all the clubs within the area, because you've got, you know, we are surrounded by some clubs and some big clubs, you know. Yeah. Um, was, he was only ever going to go to Staines because that was the, the club that I played, played with and, and played for. So... It was a logical choice. Uh, I just talked talk my message around because, uh, as with most, most women, they want their kids to play for London Irish and play Premiership rugby and everything. But not everybody's going to play Premiership rugby. You know, everybody finds their level. And um, and I think it's born, born through by the fact we've still got a lot of players playing our, you know, for our age group. When, uh, you know, the likes of London Irish and London Welsh and these sort of clubs, they're, they're losing their players at our age because they haven't done enough to hold on to them. I think I think you're you're absolutely right. We've got a we're going to have a, a podcast later in the in the season about that development and how we see that in profession the professional game mm. and and how that's affecting the the community game. I think that there's a massive credit to you guys as a as a coaching team that you've got so many boys dragged up through the the age group. When when did you first pull on a stain shirt, James? Uh. Probably almost about a year now. All oh, right, okay. You're not a you're not a long termer. You you didn't start when you were six. Nah. No, I started when I was like sixteen, but obviously because the years before that I did play rugby before at a different club and obviously I was a football player, but obviously then football player everyone just like everyone left, so I was like, Oh, I don't know what I'll give up football and then just come to rugby and obviously you really like it done at Stains now. Cool. No, that's great. What about you, Joe? Tell me your history. Uh, a bit like Derek, I went through a season at sort of under nines playing multiple sports. Sort of fell out of love with football once I realised how good rugby was. And it went from there. Um, I've played for Staines most of my rugby playing life. I went away for two or three seasons and have come back at the start of this one because the atmosphere was so great at pre-season. Excellent. Um, what, what is it that what is it that was great about the, the atmosphere? Uh, a bit of a tough one, but it was upbeat all the time. There was never any negativity towards it. Uh, and everyone in the squad just seemed happy with how it was going and the work that was being done. I mean, as we know, when we had our chat, I was looking forward to it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and it was completely the opposite to what I was experiencing at the club I'd just come from. Okay, that's, I mean, that's, I I take that really well. That's, uh, you know, that's a massive sort of thing that, that pleases me. Um, so m- moving on a little bit, taking taking what Joe said about the, um, you know, the positivity and stuff. Um, James, I know you've been a, about quite a lot since since you were able to, you know, practicing with the, the seniors as well as the as well as the under 17s as they were then this year. Um, how, how do you feel that's gone? You know, some, some weeks we've had lots of your teammates down. Some weeks it's just been you. Um, what, what are your thoughts on how that's gone and, and 
Yeah, there we go. Um, well, I mean, it's a big, big step up uh, from obviously playing younger ages to first team. It's a big, big step. But obviously, while whilst you're training with the first team, you're not only just training with them to so like still going to be on the same pitch together, but you're going to learn to have a better bond. So obviously, the earlier you start, then when you do go to play with them, like the more training sessions you can have together, then like the bond will just get stronger. But so the whole team spirit will be much more. And then obviously, yeah, hopefully, you know, the time's right to come up. And then play. Do you think that that bonding has worked? You know, obviously, you know, you I, I've been an old rugby player. I probably am an old rugby player, and I remember looking at the the young lads coming up through and thinking, you know, here's a threat to my shirt. Do you, do you have you do you experienced any of that, or have you, you know, have you felt welcomed? Have you have you found uh, it a real positive experience, or or have you struggled with it? I mean, it's been a good experience of like training with like the seniors, um, and uh, just yeah, just I've just, to be honest, I can't really wait. <laughs> Excellent. That, that, that that's exciting, Joe. You've kind of watched this from the other side, being one of the senior players at, at uh, the sessions. What did you What did you think? It's provided some great challenges to us because there's a lot more speed and fitness in some of the youngsters than we've got around some of the older lads of the first team and some of us younger ones as well. But it's it's brought another dimension to those training sessions. There's this extra challenge that, and they're and we're enjoying helping to teach them different things and bring them on board and help that bonding process within the squad. So when they come through in the next couple of seasons, they know what they're walking into, they know who they're coming to play with, and we know who they are as well. That's, that's really cool. De- Derek, you, you, I know you, you've, you've come down to a couple of the sessions we've done, but you, you've seen the guys in, in your sessions um, since they started with us. Have you noticed any, any difference? Are they, are they, Walking taller or being more cocky or <laughs> anything disastrous like no, that? <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. I, I know that a lot of the older ones are certainly looking forward to um, the move up to playing adult rugby, um, and they are. You know, obviously, we can talk about it later in the you know in the conversation how we sort of move it forward. Um, but I mean, I, we've always had a like a good core of guys that always turn up to, to training. And um, even playing, you know, or training with the first or whatever, they've always they've always come back and sort of trained with us. So we haven't had that cockiness yet. But um, who knows? We'll see what happens next season. So, uh, <laughs> and, and obviously we'll talk about it later. But our you know our aim is to to get the boys uh, training more more often with this senior club, you know, and um, definitely look at integrating as we as we go forward. One thing, mate, sorry, I meant, I meant to do this at the start of the conversation. Um, congratulations, Director of Rugby. I, I didn't mean to do that at the start, mate. So, <laughs> well done, mate. Thank you very much. Um, mm. I've got to say I'm sleeping less since that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff to do. Um, yeah, thank you. Thanks. Um, let's let's move the conversation on. You know, you, you started talking about um, what what's going to happen going forward. So let's, let's for a moment assume that we're going to start pre-season in August, which is what I'm planning for. Whether I'm expecting it or not, I'm not sure yet, but that's what I'm planning for. Um, what, what, how, how would you guys like to see the the integration of the 
Colts as they will be or under 18s, whatever we're going to call them. Um, yeah. Into the senior setup. Okay. Um, well, I think we're going to be Colts um, only because uh, Hearts Middlesex League have combined the under 17s, under 18s, the, the leagues, just to a Colts league now. Right. So, I, from a personal point of view, it's probably just easier to call them Colts. Uh, we do have yeah. a, uh, one that, one lad that's uh, a year below anyway. So, I mean, there's a possibility of having a, a, um, Callum's brother, who's technically going to be an under 16, coming to uh, come to join us as well. So, so I think Colts sort of works for us. Um, yeah. And there's, there's been as far a, as a, a club. So, sorry, mate. There's there's been a yeah. I'm just saying. There's been the signets. Yeah. Um. Baby swans. Don't know. <laughs> what do you, what know. do you think about that, James? Uh, I mean, it's a nickname. I mean, it doesn't really bother me, but just I wouldn't. I wouldn't really think baby swans, but. <laughs> Maybe that's a conversation for another day. Uh, I yeah, know. I think that's what we're going to have to. We're going to have a chat with the players to start pre-season and see what they want to be known as. Oh, we'll just leave it at that. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't worry. Our boys were called the Ugly Ducklings, so. <laughs> <laughs> and and you've lived up to it. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, so sorry, sorry, Derek. You were you were going on to say. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, yeah, well, you asked your question was, you know, what what do you see for pre-season? Is it going to be one day a week? Is it going to be two days a week? Which nights are it going to be? Because, I mean, our, our plans we, we, we were looking at was that we were going to combine pre-season with you so that um, everybody's trains on the same night and we can obviously, most of pre-season's not non-contact. It's uh, it's about skills, it's about fitness, that sort of thing. And, you know, that sort of stuff that we could do as a, as a combined age group. I mean, and obviously open up to the under-13s if they want to come and look, come along and do some fitness and stuff with us as well. Because we were doing pre-season at that sort of age as well. So I see it as a club thing, pre-season. If, if everyone wants to split off and deal with the stuff, that uh, works for us. I, I would love that if everybody if everybody came along. We, we Depending, obviously, on what happens. But um, my plans would be to, for it to stay as Tuesdays and Thursdays for the senior team. Yeah. The senior setup. Um and much as we have for the for the last half of the of last season, um, Thursdays will be open to to the Colts to to come along. I have no problem with them turning up for for preseason. Like you say, preseason is non-contact as a rule. Lots of high intensity, high speed games. And I'll be honest, having the young lads playing the high speed, high intensity games might inspire some of the should we call them less young players. <laughs> To, to step up their their effort level and their fitness, particularly on those hot days. I'm I've been, I've yeah. been heavy old front row forward, and I've had those days. Where I think this is hot. What am I doing? I could be drinking a cold yeah. beer. This is silly. <laughs> um, but having, having that competition, I you know that's that sounds like a, a dream preseason to me. Mm. And if the under teams want to want to come and run alongside and join in some and and not join in some, then that would be even better. Yeah, I mean that, that to me would, would be the future because we're looking at building the club. Obviously, there is a big gap now between the the 18s and the 13s. Um, I was listening to your podcast, and I, I really don't think that's going to be filled. Um, I think we need to nurture the under 13s and the ones below, and we need to make sure that we don't lose any age groups between them and uh, the kids below them, and keep you know keep building from the bottom. Um, been a few mistakes in the past. I'm not going to go over that, but. Um, 
you know, it'd be nice to see some other age groups coming through you know, sort of um, each year on a production line after that. Yeah, de- definitely. The word nurture is a really good one mm. in that situation. We've got to really look after those guys, um, co- coaches and players, make sure that, that we put them in the best environment. Um, as I said on the the emergency podcast on, on Saturday, I'm hoping to get a like a contingency plan in place because wouldn't it be awful if, if one of the other local clubs, somebody really upset a couple of uh, players and we had five yeah. under-15s turn up and nobody knew what to do because well, we don't have an under-15s set up so we can't do anything with these guys. So yeah, we yeah. definitely got to have that contingency in place. But my, my on, on my list of things that are important, mm. retention is the top one. Retention yeah. is up there. Recruitment is high, but it's, you know... We're, we're nothing if we get loads of new players and lose all the ones that we've got. That would be yeah. yeah. So <laughs> no, you're you're absolutely right from from that point of view. Um, James, what do, what do you see? How do you see the the integration going into into next season? I know you've integrated yourself pretty well, um, but how about your your teammates and going in through through that that kind of weird transition? period when you're your Colts but you know still there's an opportunity to play senior rugby sometimes and that sort of thing how how do you think they'll cope and what do you what do you think we need to do to to make that work uh, I think some of them will cope with it I mean because some of them are like some of them are, are down here with me like when I go but some of them like I don't know some of them might need like a little bit of a kick up the backside because like you know, it's just it's boys when they get to the stage get a bit lazy. But yeah, I just really like. Obviously, I'm hoping that the majority of us um, stay, like, so we can play the extra season. And then when we do go up to senior, still have that majority of us that go up to seniors to help the seniors team bigger and probably stronger and faster and better. Cool. Do you wait? You say kick up the arse. Do you do you think a kick up the arse or an arm around the shoulder? What, a mixture of two. Do you think there might be some people that are a bit maybe nervous about about? I, I, mean, and, uh, I know you might be some, anything, but yeah, I think that there might be some people that are like I don't know. They might be quite a bit shy or nervous to show their face around the bigger lads. But I mean, once they get once they've been once and they get used to it, then they'll come down more often than they'll, they'll just obviously treat us and like it's one of their team cool that, that, that's, that'd be really cool what, what do you think if you we probably won't put you in this situation but if we gave you the you know it's, it's Wednesday I've spoken to Derek you've got a Colts game on Sunday there's a seniors match that I need you for on um, on Saturday and we gave you the choice like I say we may not actually give you that choice we might make that for you but if we did what what would be your choice uh see personally um mine would be the Colts game because like I mean I know I'm eager to play senior but like I said earlier it's a big jump and obviously just to jump straight in is it's I would would say it's a risk uh, a risk but then in the end, like in the end of the day, rugby is rugby. But I, just, but I just, I've always said, um, if I ain't gonna play senior this year, then I'm just gonna stay at the Colts and hopefully 
play one more season as a whole team together because obviously we're quite good as a team um, as we are now. Brilliant. Yeah, really cool. What are your thoughts, Joe? Um, I know we've muted the chance of potentially a couple of under-23 games in the near future, whenever that may be. I know the proper assessments are required because it's still classed as senior rugby, but I think that would be a great way to bring a few of the lads through because you're still playing people a little bit closer to your age grade than somebody who's 29, 30. He's been around a long time and by their nature will know a lot more about the game. Um, I'm excited by, by it, to be honest with you. It'll be a great challenge for us all. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be an interesting an interesting dynamic for you, isn't it? Because Sundays you're going to be coached and everybody's going to be standing to attention when you talk. And um, Saturdays you you might be teammate. How yeah. are you How are you going to handle that? Um, it's one we'll have to see when we get there. I think I hope the boys are pretty good lads anyway, so there shouldn't be any issues. He says. <laughs> <laughs> You're not worried that, that you might be lying at the bottom of a ruck getting. No, not at all. Mm. Well, I hope not anyway. That's really cool, guys. So it's been, you know, that's 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 some great stuff that we've we've chatted about. I've, yeah, I've, it's it's great to get a feel for for what you guys are thinking and and James, you're representing your your teammates, which is brilliant. Thank you for doing that. Is there anything else you guys want to want to chat about that you think the rest of the world can I just, Yeah, can I, can I just add on what um, what James was saying? Um, so we, we haven't really discussed the integrations of the under-18s under so, uh, go forward. Um, we are keen for the lads to play senior rugby. We, we definitely want them to do that. Um, and we, and we, we are aware that we've got some, some lads who are turning 18, sort of September, October time. Um, I think you discussed it with Paul anyway, but we'd be looking, you know, um, towards the sort of Christmas time, just after Christmas, getting a few of the lads playing, if we can, you know, sort of senior rugby. But we will say it's not going to be at the detriment of, uh, of, the, under, of the Colts under 18 signets, whatever we're going to be called. Um, if we've got a game on Sunday, we, we will expect the boys to be available for, for the Colts on, on the Sunday. If we've got training, then that opens it up then. Um, and we've been encouraging those that would like to, to actually go and play. Um, and I, I think that's something we've obviously have a discussion. I think you, you and Paul have had quite a lengthy discussion on this. Um, and I think it's something that's going to be definitely a work in progress. But, you know, we, we'll, we'll bear in mind that we've got two or three players who are probably good enough and capable enough and old enough to play a rugby to start season. That leaves the other 15, 16, 17 lads who we, who we need to stick with, we need to look after and um, we need to make sure that we all play senior rugby and not just two or three of them. So that's where my take and hang on, right, Matt's coming on this. I don't know if you can, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going I'm to unplug this. Can is that you hear me now? If you're going there, Matt. No, because you can't hear me. Yeah, we can. There we can. Yeah, I can hear you. No. That's a bit close. Oh. That's it. There we go. We're on speaker. There we go. We're better. Oh. Right. <laughs> just been joined by Matt. He's just come back from walking dog. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> cool. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Yeah. Good. So, good. so, so on the basis of that, we are keen for the, those that are we, we think are capable of and old enough and you know uh, to play senior rugby. We think it's a natural progression for them. I know we had a chat a couple of years ago when you first arrived at the club and about how we're going to integrate them. Um, and, I, and I think we're, we're going to see the, the fruition of that in the next season. Um, but obviously, we we have to be mindful of we're you know looking after the whole age group 
that we've got and uh, not just the the few that are capable of playing rugby. We want, you know, 16, 17, 18 players playing for stains out of this and not just two or three. You know, we're mindful of, of, of a, you know, handing over a good project as well. One, 100% with you on that. Absolutely. Um, I, I really liked James's response when I asked him if we gave yeah, it was it was the correct response. Although he was, doing laps was, and laps yeah. after that, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to get a beat. That's good. Um, yeah, the, you, you're absolutely right. And every player is different. Every player is individual, and every player will will merit discussion on physically, mentally, emotionally, skills, tactical, everything. Whether it's the right thing, whether it's the right game to put them in, and yeah, we're yeah. we're going to be talking about that, and we're going to be. We're going to be talking about it for years because if you've got you know your younger guys are going to be you know won't be being integrated so much this year so yeah it's it's ongoing conversations for years i'm i'm looking forward to yeah. it really looking forward to it um okay. so now now that matt's arrived i think it's probably time we wrapped everything up um <laughs> yeah it's my, my my computer's just told me we're running out of time on my platform anyway so that means we've got okay. a long time. So, guys, yeah. it's it's been really great. Thank you very much for for taking the time out to to chat with me, to chat with the the rest of the rugby world. Um, I know we've had fifty downloads as of this morning from the the podcast. So, hopefully, we're we're getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it'll be be great for for Stains Rugby Club. I think the future is really bright. I'm I'm so excited to to be involved. You know, having had guys like James, like Matt, um, at senior practice and seeing them in action um yeah i think our club has got a very very strong future based on on those guys and we've got to look after them going forward and you you derek paul cam chris joe all of you guys i don't think i've missed anybody um i've done Bob. Bob. oh oh he's gonna kill me <laughs> but you guys have done an absolutely awesome job um and and yeah you're still doing an awesome job and I think there's a lot of credit goes to you guys so thank you very much and um, we'll wrap up there thanks guys and I'll speak to you all soon thank you Nick for the rest right, of cheers, you guys see you training don't be late <laughs> bye <laughs> uh, for, for everybody else um, next week's podcast will be a selection of the senior players uh, should be quite interesting and interesting dynamic so uh, we'll look forward to that one